Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one magnificent page of Talmud each day. We are here live at the Jewish Priorities Conference at the Weizmann Museum in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, PA. And as we read today's page of Talmud, Kiddushin 74, come across a, uh, a jagged little sentence. Have a listen. The Mishnah teaches us, all those for whom it is prohibited to enter into the congregation, i.e. to marry a Jew of unflawed lineage, are permitted to marry into each other's families. Now, this is one of those Talmudic sentences uh, or sentiments that really give us pause because the whole idea of unflawed lineages uh, really does not sit well with some of us moderns. But I read this teaching a little bit differently. I read it as Weirdly, a call for compassion, saying, sure, we have laws, we have boundaries, we have those who are permitted into marriage and those who are not. But that does not mean that those who are outside of these boundaries should not be entitled to just as much protection, love, and fulfillment. It's an idea I'd like to explore with a very special guest today. She is Halel Abramowitz Silverman. She is an activist and content creator straight from the great land of Israel. Hello, hello. Hi, thanks for having me here today. Absolute pleasure. And I want to jump right to the point. Uh, you're someone who spent a lot of time writing and advocating for, shall we say, a kinder, more compassionate world. When you read a sentence like this, which is both troubling in its insistence on boundaries and exclusion, but also hopeful uh, in its demand that we recognize that people outside of our set boundaries also have rights and also deserve happiness. Uh, how, how does that make you feel? How does that resonate with your own experience in Israel? So I had two immediate reactions, two thoughts uh, different from each other when you read that quote. So the first one being, you know, as a modern liberal, like, isn't that just saying pure blood? I went straight to Harry Potter and it got icky, right? Seriously, that was my first, you know, one part of me is like, aren't we not for this kind of speech and behavior? And then obviously as Jews, there's always more meaning underneath things. And we're meant to discuss something and not just jump to an assumption, right? Or the first thought is what it is. You're supposed to unpack things in Judaism. So 10 seconds later, unpacking in my mind, I kind of see it a little bit differently in the sense of, yes, the Jewish people have to protect ourselves and our lineage because everyone's wanted us to die like forever. So there has to be something in place to protect something. But I think that quote is there to remind us that we are welcoming. And if people want to join and come in, then we are there for them. We're never going to be messianics. We're not going to go out and find people and try to whatever. But that that door does need to be half open for the people that are strong enough to push through. So it's crazy. I had two immediate reactions that are so different from each other. Which is the most Jewish thing uh, one could do. So, hello, um, you live in Israel. Uh, you work in a difficult field trying to find hope and coexistence in a time where, Lord knows, they're in, in short supply. These are very dark times. L leave us with one hopeful note, one example of, of keeping these boundaries, but still doing what the Talmud teaches us to do today and, and reaching out to people on the other side mm. and, and trying to find joint humanity. Today, we're at this conference focusing on Jewish priorities, and we have dozens and dozens of thought leaders here and a big audience. And we've gotten to watch people from, all, from the left to the right, from secular to religious, discussing something that we all have in common, our love for Am Yisrael and our love for our people. Whether they agree or not, there's the door left open enough for those conversations. And that's what we need, a little bit of beauty of that. Amen, Salah. Halel Abramowitz Silverman, thank you so much for being our guest. My pleasure. Thank you, guys.
This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're really going to love the book I wrote. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. And it's coming out in just a few short weeks. You could pre-order it now at your local bookstores directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is a smile. Once you've pre-ordered the book, take a picture of your receipt, just a snap on your phone would do, and follow the instructions at tabletm.ag slash pre-order. That's tabletm, like Mary, dot ag slash pre-order. Then you will be invited to an exclusive star-studded virtual book launch event and get all sorts of other pleasant surprises. As always, please go and rate and review. Take one on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little more Talmudic. <laughs>